Hi everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of Should We Be Saying This? So today is a bit of a special episode. You would see and we will gonna get to that, but Stefan went to see his fiance in Brazil. So he's taking a bit of a vacation. But to cover his place, I invited a special guest today. Today's special guest to cover for Stefan's place is my good friend Amber from New Zealand, that who I had the chance to meet in Denmark when I moved here. So hope you're gonna enjoy this episode and welcome. Hey, how you doing? Thanks, Norby. I'm so glad to be here. And hello, everyone listening. Thank you for taking my request because we were thinking of having a guest for along with Stefan already. And now this seems like the perfect opinion, perfect possibility for him to enjoy his vacation with his fiance, and for me to exploit our friendship to turn into <laughs> coins and fame and merchandise. <laughs> Bring it on, make me NFT out of it. <laughs> What's the worst? We can sell shirts with your face on. Yeah. I was the oh. first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, I like that. How are you doing today? Because so for people who don't know, Amber and I share um, 10 hour because it's like 8.30 at your place, right? Yeah, 8.30 in the morning. Yes. And in Denmark right now, it's like 10.30 p.m. So we share a 10 hour time zone difference, which does make certain logistical things hard to plan, <laughs> yeah. but we power through it. So how do you yeah. doing today's morning or today morning? Um, I'm doing great. The future's looking bright over here in New Zealand. Um... I do also I do apologize if people can't understand my accent. Um, I did get that a lot when I was in Europe. Um, and like Kiwis don't say I sound very Kiwi, but I think to other people, but yeah, the accent's just messed up. So, but yeah, um, it's great. It's a long weekend here. Um, we're celebrating Anzac Day, which is the Australian New Zealand Army Corps, which is like just our soldiers who fought in World War One, um, which is a nice holiday to celebrate. Sounds amazing. For the listeners, just to give you a bit of a content, when I first met Amber, when it comes to her accent, our for the first two weeks of talking to her was included the sentence, could you please talk slower? Or <laughs> Yes, I'll, I'll try to do that today as well, sorry. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I would believe everyone gets you perfectly. But yeah, it is hard. Would you say your accent is quite close to the Australian one or it's totally different? Well, to us it sounds very different but um like especially when i was traveling i did hear a lot of you hear australians sometimes who don't have a strong accent and you can mix them up with new zealanders and that was embarrassing for me but um when you hear like the really strong australian accents you you, you can definitely tell the difference but um okay. yeah i've gotten people thinking i'm from england or south africa to be fair i find all of them fascinating because i have a bad one so i have my own <laughs> cutesy Eastern European barely speaks proper English resembling one. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> oh, like, shall I do my British accent for today's episode? <laughs> now I just offended a whole continent. <laughs> oh, I mean, funny. It's, I really like listening to your podcast. It's quite different to listen to a podcast with people from different, with different accents with you and Stefan, because when I listen to all my podcasts, either like two British people or two American people. So it's way easier to differentiate who's who. And uh, especially today. <laughs> I mean, for you, I can do this and I can just talk like this for the rest of the hour. It's going to be really hard on my nerves and on my throat. Although to be fair, that's not the only hard thing on my throat these days. What? <laughs> can't take you seriously. Please don't. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> I was watching so much of uh, Bridgerton and. As, yeah, as, okay. Yeah. The if other one. The posh British accent. Yeah, the downtown Abbey, darling. What bloody hell oh, should we do? <laughs> oh, we love Downtown Abbey. It's a good show. I haven't watched much of it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I mean, everything that Dame Maggie Smith touches, it's just gold. Whether it's comedy, mm. posh accent, or anything that came out of Harry Potter. I think um, I actually watched a British film last night, but it was Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, which is a Guy Ritchie film. So it's, you know, it's a real London accent. We're going to rob a bank and all that, you know, and it's so different. <laughs> I think that's like a lot more of what the UK is like compared to like Bridgerton, Downton Abbey. And like a lot of Americans especially think that British people are really posh, but you watch shows that are like, you know, um, Geordie Shaw, and that's a lot oh, more God. like the real England. <laughs> like, me and me mum went to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, they drop the T. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Their English is it's like sometimes you don't even think they're speaking English. They but they they get each other so well. So we are doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, arguable. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, for you, it's the first language, so you cannot complain. For me, as a yeah, second exactly. language. It's oh a free my ride. god! I don't know how you guys. Honestly, I don't know how people learn English. It's it's just a horrible language to learn. I mean, I like. If, have you ever spoken to someone from Scotland or Ireland? Oh, honey, I have a girl, <laughs> uh, one of the Danish girls who I live with. She studied in Ireland, so she speaks oh. with an Irish accent in English. I have an easier oh. time understanding her in Danish than in English in most cases. <laughs> she funny. knows. We know. We live with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy, yeah. English. Good, good, well done for learning this language, honestly. <laughs> At least this one is useful. Because the other yeah. two I speak can't use much of it. No. Oh. But hey, it's such a European thing. I eh? like, oh yeah, the other two languages I speak. Whereas in New Zealand, it's like, wow, you speak another language? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fancy. <laughs> You're so bougie, so upper class. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. One thing is trouble. And I have to complain about this because that's my thing. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. all of the things I get is complaining <laughs> these days as well. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your latest complaint? I can't remember the last, there's so many. But the last <laughs> time I went to the gym, it was like a couple days ago. The dude was shaving his fucking head in the middle of the changing room. Ew. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, his head up top or down bottom? Uh, on top. Okay, just checking. I'm... I would say he probably finished down there before I uh, before I entered the changing rooms. So most you likely. So. <laughs> wow, that that's a bold move. Was he like? He was, he, all over the floor? <laughs> he was bold. Oh, he was bold. And he oh, did. Oh my god. He did smir not, not even smirk the hair around the floor. He just left it there. Oh, classy. <laughs> What a classy guy. What an upscale. Yeah. What Action. And then uh, he went back into the showers. At least he washed his head afterwards. But I'm just yeah. like, Jesus. Why didn't he just wash, shave his head while he's in the shower? I think that's a bit more socially appropriate. That, and he didn't even have one of those uh, machines with the cord. He had the chargeable ones. And most of them <laughs> are, like, waterproof to a certain extent. Dude, what are you up to? Well, he was Honestly. up to shaving, of course, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, I don't know. I don't know. Look, baby's a really busy man. He just doesn't have time. He's got to do it at the gym. All right. That's, that's his life. I mean, two birds with one stone or two balls with one <laughs> shaving. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so you do head first and then balls, right? I'm sorry? <clears throat> you do your head first and then your balls, surely. Well, I don't shave my head, but I would if I would. <laughs> oh my, it was Fair terrible. <laughs> and for someone who does cleaning as a side hustle to make money, mm -hmm. I'm like, the disrespect, the audacity. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Boy, Mama. I've done. I've cleaned for a job too, and it is. You don't need the extra hair on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you don't know where it came from. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> that's not fun. Oh my god, the worst thing I had when I was cleaning someone's house. Her teen, she had one of her teenage sons living with her. I found a condom wrapper under his bed. I was like, oh no, <laughs> do I tell her? It's like the the song, like she knows, she knows. Oh yeah, she knows. <laughs> From TikTok. Yeah. Pretty right, I could have made a, oh, I should have made a TikTok of it. Back in the but, days we didn't have TikTok though. <laughs> did you like at least blow it up like a balloon or something? No, 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 it was the it was the empty packet. Oh the pa oh yeah, the pack oh my god, okay. Yeah, well like, oh, that's been used. Cool. I'm not thank god I'm not washing his sheets. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? Cause now that you mentioned you do you were cleaning. So for <laughs> yes, and I guess you're missing those times like crazy. Oh, these God, every day I miss them. Cleaning other people's toilets, man, that was living the dream. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, no, I've I've moved on up a little bit now. I work for um, the car company Jaguar and Land Rover. Um, I work in their marketing team here in New Zealand. Oh wow, okay, missing got the job. So all the oh wait, no, I can't <laughs> even advertise you as someone dateable because you got a boyfriend now. 
No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm not, taken. I'm not living at my parents' house anymore. I've got a great job. Look at me go. But I'm taken. <laughs> On the contrary, I'm still single and really much ready to mingle. Yeah, I'll make sure we um, do some like advertising for this in New Zealand. Like reach out to Christchurch and places like that. <laughs> Yeah, so if if we're aiming for New Zealand, we can do that. And if we're aiming for the US, we can aim for Craigslist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, babe, aim a little bit higher, please. <laughs> aim for the stars, they say. <laughs> but starting yeah. from the bottom. No. Yeah, yeah, build your way up, I guess. Now, if I ever want to... We talked about this in the previous episode with Stefan that if we ever want to get into the American market, we will probably just shake our asses on OnlyFans. That's that's the way to go, I think. But for those listeners who don't know, Amber and I met in Denmark, and mm -hmm. that was because you were doing backpack traveling. And is that like the correct verb for that, or uh, how do? Okay. Yeah, so I was backpacking. Yeah. But nice. I those. So, yeah. <laughs> you had one backpack at least. Uh, two, man. I had two very heavy backpacks. <laughs> so, were you like carrying baggage or luggage? Like a bit of emotional baggage as well as, yeah, my, <laughs> all my clothing and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I had, I, I was probably backpacking when we met. Um, we met, I had, <clears throat> yeah, when we met, I decided I didn't want to leave Europe. Um, but I had done four months of backpacking around, um, kind of went everywhere, like went all the way from Iceland down to Gibraltar. And yeah, I, I was just backpacking. So I had my big Kathmandu backpack that fit. I think I, at one point I got close to 30 kilos worth of stuff in it. And then my front backpack, which had like my laptop and my drone and all my electronics and that weighed about 10 kilos. So in the middle of summer in Europe, it was, yeah, quite, quite an undertaking. That's one thing I wouldn't recommend. It's oh, taking wow. that much stuff. So, because I didn't know this, you've been already backpacking for four months before you came to Denmark. Yeah. So I did like the European summer and okay. the plan was to do the summer and then go home. And then I didn't want to leave. And I'd done three weeks working in the same hostel that we met. I'd done that on my during my summer trip. And when I decided I didn't want to go home, I was like, oh, where could I go back to? Um, I chose the hardest place to like live and work, Denmark. Um, but it's because I, I love, <laughs> yeah, great choice, Amber. Don't move to like Berlin where it's like a multicultural city and they, you know, have people from all over the world. Move to Denmark where it's extremely hard to get a visa. So, but yeah, I, I loved Denmark and I, I just enjoyed it. It's a cool place. Interesting place. It's very cool. Also, you had the yeah. chance to meet me. And now that I have to say this, extremely <laughs> offensive. How very dare you? I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> no, you were great. You were so cute. Honestly, off the bat, I was like, I like this one. <laughs> I, I want to take home this one. No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's, he's going to be stuck with me. He doesn't know it yet, but he's not going to be able to shake me. <laughs> <laughs> no because at some point we were joking about like your staying in Denmark was a bit of or you staying in Europe was a bit of a shamble and it was un uncertain so we were joking about you marrying me so you would get a European <laughs> citizenship yeah. I did yeah I, we, we did float that idea for a bit because um, yeah because I was when I came back to Denmark, I went on the working holiday visa, which was only for a year. And I was like, how the heck am I going to stay longer? There's not really many visa options at all. So we did float that idea. Um, I jokingly asked a couple of the Danish guys that I was dating. And I mean, I don't know, you've, you've, well, you've experienced Danish humor. Um, it's different. And they didn't get it. And <laughs> they didn't find it funny. So. Different is a really underappreciative term today. <laughs> I do kind of get some of the humor, like it's quite a quite a dark humor. I feel sometimes, which is cool. But oh, yes. I think my yeah, like my sarcasm and me being like, "Marry me for a visa," <laughs> I just think I'm desperate. Just <laughs> like I mean, that was half that was half true. <laughs> I mean, we have a saying that back home that every joke is half true. <laughs> so you mm -hmm. being half desperate was pretty on point in this case. <laughs> but then when one of the guys wanted to marry, marry, but he probably would have married me for a visa. I was like, no, 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 no. Back off, back off, buddy. <laughs> as soon as you got the chance, you were like, no, thank you. Yeah, pretty much. The possibilities uh, you missed. Oh. Yep, yep. Could have, could have stayed, but you know, that's all right. You can always come Home back. With, yeah, I'd love to come back. I really want to. I've, I've been trying to sort of think about come back, coming back 
later in the year but with COVID and price of flights is just so expensive right now I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> maybe I could go over but I just can't afford to eat <laughs> maybe let's not put our life savings into a week of Europe yeah yeah no we'll, we'll see we'll see how things go but yeah so yeah you know that, that was our origin story I met you in the hostel that I was working at because I was staying in that hostel for like two weeks so actually I can't really quite remember how we started talking no idea I think I think just because I was working there and we I think you were there's a few of you guys who were doing the um you were staying there before your apartments were ready yeah and then yeah we just got chatting there was you and there was that um that Norwegian guy as well oh Martin yeah yeah Martin? yeah yeah Martin really good looking Martin yeah. He actually moved to Australia, at least. Oh, did he? And he was there for at least like a year. I'm not entirely oh, sure wow. what he's up to now, but um, he mm. was there, so he was quite close. Yeah, quite a few, quite a few Danes do. They had, a, I had a really good friend who had a boyfriend in Australia because she did a year or two over there, <clears throat> and then they were doing long distance for a long time. But they ended up breaking up, but it's okay. Now she's dating Craig from the hostel. Oh no, my oh my god. Okay, yeah. for those who don't know, Craig is this really good-looking charming tall blonde british man right yeah yeah <clears throat> he looked like um prince charming from from shrek but like but better and mm. and just like yeah about 30 kilos lighter he was very very thin oh oh craig lucky thing <laughs> but then that hair was thick and volume yeah. full of volume i was yeah. like male pattern yeah, it's mostly baldness. Hair that looked like prince charming. yeah like that luscious floaty blonde hair when he was shaking it left to right in the cold, cold air. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you uh, probably were a lot closer than I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to be, you know, <laughs> aim for the stars, as I said, taking every chance yeah. I could. No, <laughs> actually, I haven't seen him quite a while, for a while, neither did Harry. Yeah, mm. I don't know what happened to him, Craig. Hopefully he's all right. I'm sure he is with that hair. Oh, and that <laughs> accent is to kill for. Yeah. The British accent. It's a bit bit more polished than yours, but <laughs> And a bit more real. <laughs> At least his is his is real. But he mm. is from England, Oh yours is so... not? Oh are you, are you surprised? Honestly, I, yeah, far out. I was like, oh you must have lived right next door to the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and we are next no day because we're having brunch every Tuesday morning. <laughs> and we call each other darling. Go for walk corgis. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing I thought I found was really cool about Denmark was that they had their own queen. So when you talk about the queen in Denmark, but I mean, me being part of the Commonwealth, whenever I refer to the queen, it's Queen Elizabeth of England. But in Denmark, it's like, no, no, you got your own. They got, well, they got their own. <clears throat> yeah. I see your Danish didn't improve <laughs> while you were gone. I mean, no, I've got zero Danish people around, so <laughs> doesn't help. Oh, maybe you should offer your... Um, passport services to one of the Danish guys. Oh wait, you've got a boyfriend. <laughs> Keep forgetting I've got a boyfriend. it. <laughs> I know it's, it's bizarre, but I've got a boyfriend. I swear. <laughs> he's real. He's not like a blow-up one. You no, don't have to no, let him <laughs> loose every night <laughs> no. or every he's a morning. Talking real human man. <laughs> Who is there for you with his own free will? <laughs> Let's just put out. Uh, there. Yes. yes, on yeah. He's allowed, he's allowed out, he's allowed to do his own thing, he's a free man, he's with me by choice. <laughs> but that would be quite expensive for you, wouldn't it be? What, having a... <laughs> <laughs> what, all the power to blow him up every night? Rude. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know it's a bizarre concept, but I do have a, a human boyfriend. <laughs> But no. I have I've had friends in New Zealand who haven't met him yet either, and they give me the same shit. They're like, "Oh, really? Does he actually exist? We're gonna meet this mystery man?" Because you're really you're quite um, full with life on social media, and I've seen him there. Yes. So, <laughs> I, people who are listening, and if Amber's friends are listening who haven't seen the boyfriend, he is real. <laughs> he is At real. least that man looked like a man <laughs> in those pictures. <laughs> He's a great actor. Um, yeah. <laughs> He does, he does what I pay him for. He's very good at, you know, showing up my Instagram stories and stuff. He, he's good. Yeah. I recommend him. <laughs> and his services. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess yeah. maybe we took a turn. <laughs> I know. I've got to stop that. Eh? No, no, he's, he's wonderful. We've been together for a few months now. It's great. 
Congrats. It's always <laughs> love to hear these good news. Yeah, it is nice. It's good oh. not being like the third wheel to everyone now. Like I can actually, you know, take a partner along. It's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I third yeah. wheel, I don't know if you remember, but when I was in Denmark, I went to Norway with our friend Steph and her boyfriend. So I was just their little third wheel the whole time. It was quite cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We all been those third wheels or sometimes the... Sometimes it's accidental and sometimes you kind of be asked to be the third wheel so it wouldn't be as awkward, but it's it works for the other two because it's not awkward for them, it's just awkward for you and who cares about you? <laughs> yeah, you're just there for, to make them less awkward. <laughs> oh, oh, do we love that though? Yeah. Everything for it's love. Awkward. Exactly. And it's nice to be able to have, like, keep your friends, not be one of those couples that just falls off the face of the earth when you get a partner. And they suddenly get, I'm so busy. Like, I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and I just don't have time. And they do <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, they just, yeah, I have, um, I think, no, it's my sister's friend who, she just, like, doesn't go to stuff because they're busy going to her and her boyfriend are at the gym. She's like, oh, sorry, I can't come to dinner tonight. And it's like, you know that she's at the gym. It's such a dick move. <laughs> I mean, please. It's at the gym. It's not, you're not giving birth that takes up to like six hours sometimes. You're going in, you're coming out, you get a bit sweaty, take a shower, two hours, you're done. Yeah. Are we talking about the gym still? Yeah. <laughs> Just come in and out. <laughs> oh my God. Shower. Now I realized it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no. It's, uh, should it's not, we yeah. be saying this? We appreciate women who give birth and support them and share their pain. Oh God, yeah. And it, and six hours is a good birth, from what I've heard. Oh, I just said that it can get go longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my oh, God. Like days. It sounds horrific. I obviously haven't done it yet, um, so I can't speak from experience. But and for Amber's parents, this is the episode where Amber would like to tell you that she is pregnant. <laughs> No, 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 no. My mum would get way too excited. <laughs> oh. She's just honestly just waiting. She's got two daughters and we're both in relationships now. So I think we both want to be sensible. Like, I know my sister would prefer to have a house first. Um, and it's probably the same in a lot of places around the world, but buying a house, not easy. Having a baby is quite easy. You just don't take your pill for a few days or forget to use a condom or something. It's pretty easy to have a baby, but yeah, buying a house is bloody mission <laughs> for yeah, is, no, yeah not for now i don't think i would i don't think i would announce my pregnancy on your podcast either sorry but not that much <laughs> yeah. you love me enough to marry me for a green card let's call that <laughs> not enough to announce your pregnancy in my podcast and i love you yeah, enough <laughs> to make money out of both of this <laughs> exposure exposure Fair people <laughs> Exposure is always good for everyone, but um, no. uh, would, no. would love to give my mum and kids one day, but not yet. Since you mentioned that all the amazing places and all the good um, experiences you had in Denmark and in Europe, is there anything, what was the, not the worst, because it's quite negative, but is there, was there any country that you did not like as much as the others or any experiences that was towards the bad side, let's just mm. call it that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's an easier question to answer than you can see a lot of people just go, what was the best place you visited? And I'm like, well, they're all bloody amazing, weren't they? Um, I think I struggled a lot in Barcelona. Like, it was a really cool city, but I was so conscious about getting my stuff pickpocketed. And, like, I don't I didn't have a lot of money. And ev so everything I had was really valuable to me. And I didn't want to lose a single thing. And I didn't want to, like, yeah, get pickpocketed and or yeah. robbed or anything. So I was just on edge the whole time like it was a really cool place and stuff but being a woman alone yeah i was just i was just so paranoid like and i know that there's a lot of scams that they have and they have the same kind of thing in a lot of the european capitals so i was just on edge the whole time like anyone comes up to me i'm like no nah, no nah, don't want to talk to you um and just yeah but it was a really cool place i did some cool walking tours but i think i was just always in the back of my mind i was a bit nervous about stuff but i mean it's a cool place i can't i don't think i went anywhere that i didn't like you know like i still liked barcelona yeah. it was just i was just nervous i think oh and and rome was another one that i didn't i didn't love being in rome but i think it was towards the end of my trip and i was just hot and bothered you know like i'm not used to that, that kind of temperature so when i got to rome i was just like i'd wake up at the crack of dawn go see the really cool like i go to the coliseum and be one of the first ones and went to the trevi fountain and there was no one around because i just couldn't deal with the crowds and the heat and the leer like there's a lot of men who leer at you over there and i was wearing like my little my shortest shorts and little singlets because i was so hot 
and I'm I'm for people who don't know me I'm six foot tall and blonde so I do stick out um and it's not to like brag or anything but you know I but also stick it's out, about so. bragging because let's face it you look good really good <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> no it's not a brag I mean to be honest I was hot and sweaty and I had my resting bitch face on the whole time so when I got catcalled <laughs> I was just like death stare like fuck off Sorry, can I, am I allowed to swear that much? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Go for it. <laughs> we, okay, cool. um, just in case, we do have all the episodes marked as explicit because we oh, do not good. trust okay. ourselves. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I was like, fuck <laughs> off, you creeps. Um, <laughs> and then people just trying to sell you stuff all the time and, like, you know, I'd have men, like, try harassing me, trying to sell me stuff. Like, walking alongside me for a good 20, 30 meters, me saying, no, I don't want... I think one time I actually just had to go into the Vatican because that's a different like different laws and stuff and they can't follow you in there so i just like walked into the vatican to escape this guy he was such a pain in the ass so yeah, I, I, yeah. rome was rome was spectacular but again it's just a lot to, to okay. deal with so what mm. i understood is that it's rather a specific factor contributing to the travel than the place rather than the, the just the scams let's just call that or the, yeah it's yeah. rather than the place yeah. or the country exactly yeah everywhere i visited was just so cool a, a few years ago when i did europe i went to venice and that was one place i wouldn't go back to like that was like it was pretty but it was so very touristy and yeah that was one i was like meh i could definitely not come here again yeah when it comes to europe even though there's a lot of different cultures and the different things i would say the capitals are really touristic and then there's the touristy touristy places that's mm. just filled by all the people and of course that's fine because everyone's there to see you and you are there to see stuff yeah. but it can get quite crowded and annoying mm. to everyone i think that yeah and i think that the cool part about um the way that i traveled is that i did a few experiences that were a bit different like i had a friend who was running a fashion show in gibraltar that's why i was there um and that was really cool and then she took me around she'd lived in spain previously so she took me up to like estepona and oh god a couple of other places that i never would have visited and then when I did the um, working in the hostels, it's called work away. Um, when I did that, I got to visit places again that I would have wouldn't have been visiting on the regular tourist route. Like I worked Croatia in a place called Fujina, which probably no one's heard of. It's up in the in the mountains, and that was really like out of it. And I did little road trips to like this place called Apatia and um, Reheka and all these places that you just wouldn't go to, but because you're living there and you can you know you ask the the locals like, oh where should I you know where can I go to and it's, it's a, yeah it's really fun you do, you do that and you, you miss a lot of the tourism would you um, like to give us a short description of what is this workaway what it consists of and how can one apply to it just a shortly yeah, um, yeah workaway is actually the company but it's like the concept is called i guess like volunteerism or um working for accommodation they call it woof uh, it started as woofing working on an organic farm or something but anyway um basically it's you get accommodation and or food in exchange for your services so a lot like there's a lot of different things that you can do like some people work on someone's farm and they fix up their farm and they work for free but they get they get to stay there and often they get fed and I did it in hostels um, and I've had friends do it since like one of my friends worked at a coffee bean farm in like somewhere in Central America and she stayed in like an old train caboose and stuff it's really cool so I did it I did a few weeks in um, Fujina in Croatia and then I did a few weeks in Denmark and then I also the, the coolest one no offense to Dan Hostel and, and Aarhus, but the coolest one I did was in Sagres in the south of Portugal. And I stayed at a surf camp there and I worked at the surf camp and I got free surf lessons just on my days off. And that was really cool. So yeah, you just, it's, it's a little bit problematic when I look back on it. A lot of those places like that you can do it in, they probably should just hire locals yeah. and pay them. But places like Denmark, the locals, the D Danish people don't want to do those jobs. So it just depends, I guess. Yeah. yeah. To a certain extent, when it comes to every towards the western europe there's the shitty jobs that the locals don't want to do yeah totally and i think that's anywhere because i know that like when new zealand closed its borders um everyone was oh when they were going when we talked about opening the borders again to to like migrant workers and stuff and everyone's like oh we don't want them coming over here and stealing our jobs and, rah, rah. and i'm like mate get out of it like kiwis don't want to be cleaning toilets in a hotel like that's just and it was the same in denmark like I worked in a bar and this old Danish man was complaining to our manager that I didn't speak Danish. And she's like, well, the Danes are too spoiled to do these jobs. That, that was her words. She was Danish. But, you know, it's that kind of thing. If in your own country, it's not seen as a as a good job. So people don't want to do it. And that's why that's why you get migrant workers. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And mm. you just have to accept it. And to be fair, mm -hmm. it's it works because you get that kind of chance to travel and with mm. 
my, me cleaning toilet, I mm. can sustain myself to live and study in Denmark. So who cares? It works for everybody. Especially if you don't speak the language, like it's a lot harder to get a job. Yeah, I was lucky to get the job working in the bar. It was one of the English speaking bars. So yeah, I was very lucky with that one. Lovely. It's yeah, because yeah, we did went to party there. Oh my God. Do you remember that one night when we got really, really drunk? I mean, <laughs> one of that nights, because there was multiple ones <laughs> like, of this. And we walked home to your place. <laughs> to my hot, to the hostel. Oh no, no. That was when you, you already were moving out. We were already oh, like left the hostel and you had that really good looking roomie of yours. Oh yeah. Um, the, yeah, the Lithuanian guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. the, the place where you forgot to close the door when you arrived one of the times. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. After, after a night, my, my, my flatmate was like, um, can you please? So sorry, dude. I know. Like, yeah, not my, not my finest moment. <laughs> no, he probably was not so happy about it. No. no. I, re I remember that morning when we woke up. God, <laughs> I, I haven't felt that bad in my life a lot. Was that the one where we went to Ikea? Oh, that was the same day. Oh, I totally okay. forgot about it. Oh. Then you took the we... bus home and I went to another party and got even more drunk to my hungover. Oh my God. I don't know how you did that. We were, we were in a state. We went to Ikea and we were like, how long can we lie on these beds before they kick us out? I was so hungover that I couldn't eat my Swedish meatballs and those things are delicious. Oh yeah, I remember that we it took like, like an hour to finish a plate of six meatballs because <laughs> we were like a bite and we're like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. And then we oh. were just like, we can't waste the food, it was so expensive. We have to finish it. Do you know how many toilets we cleaned to buy these meatballs? <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was a hard part about my, about the the lifestyle I lived when I was there. It was like, I, I think you remember there was a lady whose house I cleaned that wasn't far from the ball bloom. Yeah. And I, the amount of times I went and cleaned her house and I was like hungover, probably still drunk when I when I cycled to her house. Oh, that was a nightmare. Thank God, was... her house was already pretty tidy. <laughs> Luckily, because now I remember I started cycling recently as well, and cycling uphill. Uh, Ranesvai, which is the name of the street or like the main road, is not fun. Not even when you nope. are sober. Nope. There's a couple of times that I cycled to your place and I was like too <laughs> drunk to cycle and I was like crashing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, iconic. Oh, fun times. That was a good time. It was a good Definitely. time in my life. When I do come back to Europe, it pro again, it probably won't be quite as hectic as that, but we'll still have a lot of fun. Do they sort of the bottomless beer at, um, at uh, Kustal? I haven't been there because there's not many as also it's a Wednesday thing. So mm. most of us has to wake up for school or for internship or work on Thursday yeah. morning. It was, hey, I, was did, a couple I, played, times. I, I did some breakfast shifts at the hostel after that night, waking up at like six o'clock in the morning after being on bottomless beers, I would get up and I would show up for my shift. I was in a state, but I would show up. Oh, do you remember that one time when we, that Wednesday we got really, really drunk? Then I just went to the hostel to sleep at, in Steph's <laughs> yeah. bed because she was out with her boyfriend. Then I had to wake up at morning to go to school at 8.30 and we got there oh. at like 4. That, having that hostel there was very handy, I must say. In, <laughs> in perfectly in Midtown, close to the bus stop. It was great. Yes, it was really convenient for everyone. Yeah, it was good times. So much oh. fun. Missed that. Missed that. <laughs> Definitely. I was wondering, when it comes to traveling, do is there any like a golden rule or is it something something really important people should keep in mind? Um, apart from like be safe, um, I think just like talking to people is such a good way to do it. Um, I mean, when I did my trip, I was kind of moving around every couple of days. But, you know, staying in a hostel is... A lot of people are like, oh, no, I wouldn't stay in a hostel. But it's actually a great way to meet people, especially if you're like traveling on your own. I think, um, or even if you're in a couple, like you could stay at a hostel in a private room. But, you know, the, the advantage of staying in a hostel is that you've got a common area. They often do events and stuff. So it's a great way to, to talk to people and meet people and discover where you want to travel to or like a good place in the city that maybe you hadn't been to and, you know, something that's not on the on the top 10 list on TripAdvisor. So I think just talking to people and if you can even talk to locals like they'll always have yeah. good spots to go and you know nice places to eat so it's a pretty the, good good golden rule the social mm. access, uh, aspect of it is just really fulfilling every need because mm. as you said whenever when it comes to traveling people just trip advisor the first 10 things and then what else and there's so much 
more behind that but that yes. doesn't get showcased because people not necessarily necessarily know about it exactly yeah and i think um yeah maybe one of my biggest um because you can do a different type of travel and actually the other one that i was thinking of recently is i've like heard a few saying that like locals in the really touristy destinations they don't like backpackers because backpackers <clears throat> they call them like leeches and stuff and i was like oh what? my god I that and it's because it's because backpackers are trying to do everything on the cheap so they're not really putting much money into the economy whereas you know you get the people coming on the cruise ships and like you know everyone complains about the cruise ship people because they come in on mass and they're all loud and obnoxious and you know rude and stuff but they do bring the money in so i think that's another thing to be conscious of is when you're when you are backpacking and in any kind of travel is to make sure that you do put money into the local economy because so many countries rely on tourism and if you can go to like a little you know find a back alley and, and go to a restaurant there because those people aren't getting as much as much money as the people in the touristy areas so yeah yeah i think you get to spend your money which is a hard thing to to do as a backpack because like every dollar counts or every euro counts you're like no 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 this is my money but yeah they obviously backpackers are not no, I mean, this is not everywhere. Like, I think a lot of people like backpackers because they are more courteous, want to get to know the local area and stuff. But yeah, you've got to remember to spend your money. It's what they want, your tourist dollars. Exactly. I would, and as a listener, you probably by the time realize that doing this requires quite a bit of initial funding. Because mm-hmm. yep. you getting from New Zealand to Europe was not a cheap thrill. And I remember you paying like a thousand almost thousand euros to get back home yeah yeah it wasn't That's... cheap and it's gonna be expensive but yeah i mean like it's it's a bit of both worlds right like you want to be on a budget but you also want to be spending money where you're going and experiencing I think... yeah i think that's what i think i had a bit of a moral confliction with the whole work away thing like and like later on because it was, like when i was in croatia i was like man they could have surely there's like people in this local area who need jobs they could be hiring but then in places like denmark the owner of our hostel i'm like he just he was getting a free run he had like 10 volunteers that were working for free for him and that's just kind of being a bit cheap isn't it because saving a lot of money on employees which is fine in like a poor country i guess that's you know i don't know it's a it's it's an interesting thing to think about spend your tourist dollars but have a good time talk to people people will make this traveling fun but try not to get abducted or your liver (laughs) stolen or not liver kidney yeah yeah, maybe don't talk to like strange men in dark alleys and stuff (laughs) (laughs) who are glaring at you yeah 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 Uh, what other place so i would say you've been to quite a lot of places and quite a lot of continents where Mm. is there anything in mind where else would you like to see and visit well i i really want to obviously really want to go back to europe um and i want to go up north to lapland and see like the northern lights and reindeer and stuff and it'd be so magical but um i just want to see everything you know it's kind of one of those things and the next trip i want to do after europe is a surf i'm looking at like some cool places in in indonesia not bali why not um, bali Bali's so touristy. Bali's like the Ibiza or what you know. It's like the tourist place, and it's just filled with Australians. Like it's 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 a cool place. Like definitely go to Bali, but just be aware that you're gonna get there and you're just gonna hear the Aussies everywhere. And they're like, "Good day, mate." And yeah, <laughs> like to the point where the vendors in the stores, like when I'd go to like you know the little um, <clears throat> like the street vendors and stuff or a marketplace, and they're yeah. like, "Good day, mate." And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? And, um, and then they pick up, they, they know the accents and they pick up that I'm from New Zealand and they go, oh, kia ora, bro. <laughs> just like, wow, okay. They, <laughs> but their whole economy depends on it. So like Bali is very cool, but yeah, use it to base yourself to go to other places or just go to the non-touristy parts of Bali. But um, yeah, really, and I also really like the look of Sri Lanka for a surf trip as well. And it's, it's handy that my boyfriend also likes being in the water. So we'll probably do a trip together next. He, I don't think he'll be able to come to Europe this time, but do a surf trip somewhere with him. I reckon he's really keen. Sounds amazing. Yeah. It's really lovely plans. Definitely it's nice to have your experience on this because you've been doing it so long. I mean, let's face it, you ain't mm. no spring chicken. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I know that, but it, it hurts to hear it. <laughs> no. <laughs> in my mind, you're gonna always going to be young and youthful. Yeah, I think, I think when I was in the hostel, I was a little bit older than a lot of the other travelers. So that was one thing I did notice. Or maybe that's my other advice for traveling is do it when you're young because you just don't have the consequences and you don't have the responsibilities and your liver bounces back a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If I could sleep around as I did when I was 21. 
my god, why are you I'm sure, I'm sure you're fine, Norbert. <laughs> <laughs> are you planning on traveling anytime soon? I know you do little trips around Europe, which I'm so jealous of. I mean, to be fair, and also you not mentioning us going to Vienna, extremely... Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so sorry, we went to Vienna, that was such a cool trip! <laughs> and we went ice skating... Oh, and we went to the cool palaces. It was and fun. the butterfly museum, and there were butterflies. Yeah. Oh, we were so basic. <laughs> basic Sorry, white bitches. <laughs> we really were. Oh, that's also, right, you snuck off one night. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, for people to understand that, I was during school time, but it was a lovely Sunday evening, and we got a bit too much wine, maybe, and that's just like, ooh, wanna go to Vienna? It's cheap. Let's go to Vienna. Yeah. And a so week later, fun. we were gone. Oh, Although... that's what I miss about Europe. Like, in New Zealand, I don't think people from overseas understand. Our closest place is Australia, and that's two and a half, well, three hours away. You can't, like, and you can just go across to Australia, but that's it. Like, if you want to go any other country, you have to, oh, you can travel to the islands, actually. Yeah, like, you guys can travel to Rome. You can travel to, you can even travel to Morocco. Like, you can travel to the UK, go to Wales. Like, it's just so easy. So many amazing places, so close. There's so many possibilities because everything mm -hmm. is so connected in a way. Cause yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the other day I, you asked, like, just to answer your question of me traveling. So Sorry. this year, no, that's okay. So this year, because of my possible future, not in Denmark, moving to Holland, all these things, I may not go. Mm. But mm. to the UK, there's, for those who are interested, at least when I check it, you could go to the UK back and forth for like 200. 5300 crowns which is oh, super wow. cheap it's one and a half yeah. hours it is from Aarhus so you just take the bus to the what do you call I think it the bus the bus costs half of that flight ticket <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh it's terrible but at least it's a, it's a blessing in disguise yeah. and it's like just to put it in concept it's like 40 euros back and forth to the UK who wouldn't want That's that so one and a yeah. half hour it takes three hours to get to copenhagen by train and it costs twice as much yeah oh my gosh that's crazy and by comparison for me to go to the uk it's gonna cost all over a thousand euros and at least back. like 30 hours yep i think it without this a 24-hour journey so yeah about yeah close to 30 hours when you add in the stops depending on, depending on how many you have and where you stop at yeah. So, and for someone who can't sleep on a plane, it's super great. <laughs> you you end up in, you arrive to the UK, you are jet lagged, you haven't slept oh, properly yep. in like 18 hours. Yep, yep. And That's, yep. there's always a stop because I, if I remember correctly, you did stop in Shanghai, right? When you went home. Uh, no, I stopped in uh, Dubai. Singapore. Singapore on the way over. Oh Dubai yeah, Singapore. Is, you can stop over in Dubai, but I think the Dubai one's a lot further to get to Dubai. So I think you stop somewhere in Australia first. But oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite like it's cool because you can do little like day trips or something if you have a couple of days as a stopover. But you're ex extremely exhausted for those little two three days. <laughs> it's definitely not easy. So in that manner, now even you enforcing this or not enforcing, but empowering just the idea that we are in a way so lucky in Europe to have all these mm. possibilities. Yeah, I think you don't realize, you're like, oh, do, yeah, shall we go to Austria for the weekend? Why not? <laughs> Although, to be fair, that weekend was also quite cheap and we were kind of privileged to do so because where I come from, from Eastern Europe, that's not something so normal. Yeah, So to true. a certain extent, there are all limitations, but the possibilities are way more and there's just... yeah. Yeah, I remember when my sister lived in London, she did a trip to Morocco for like four or five days with her friends. And oh my God, it cost them like 90 pounds or something to do that trip with accommodation included, like fly there and accommodation. I was like, that is just ridiculously cheap. Like how cool. Oh. It is amazing. Can you I want to go back to Europe? <laughs> <laughs> if you come to Denmark, at least you can stay at my place if I'm still here. So it's you the one good thing about yeah, yeah, you can save free. on that and then with the money you save on, we can drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'll save a lot of money on some things, but I'll, I'll spend it in other places. <laughs> exactly. Oh, One way or another. And I'll probably be like tempted to go shopping as well, so that's another danger. <laughs> oh, don't go shopping in Denmark. Although, to be oh, fair, like with good sales, it is manageable, actually. Yeah, I did get, yeah, I did get a lot of good sales. Um, mm. Like, when magazine had a sale on oh, honestly love. i basically all that all that cleaning houses and working at the bar was basically just clothing and <laughs> my drinking 
so bad. <laughs> Mainly you're drinking. Because to be fair, you had probably... a discount at the bar. Yeah, so not, yeah, my drinking was cheap. And then, you know, unlim like unlimited beer nights. Yeah, it was great. That's Well, that's another good thing about talking to people and making friends with people is that even when you're traveling, like, you know, people people are better, are good to you if, if, you, if you're nice to them. Yeah. Get a few discounts right there. Although it's not a concept <laughs> in Denmark to for guys to buy drinks for girls. No. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> just being nice, as you said, can lead you such a long way in a professional matter. Let's call that. Yeah. Also, oh, totally. those 50 pound, not 50 pound, 50 crown, uh, Kusto Wednesday nights were everything. I mean, just to give oh, the yeah. full concept, when you go to this bar, you pay 50 crowns between 8 and 12. You are, you can have as much beer as you want. Oh, so good. And it goes and, down like quite easily. It does. I, I was like, our hostel was so close. I would always get there at eight o'clock for a table. I was, and I would like tell everyone in the hostel, I was like, hey, this is what's happening. So I have to have dinner early, which was a struggle with the South Americans because they wanted to eat dinner at like 9 p.m. And I was like, nope, we're having dinner at like seven o'clock at the latest, getting ready, going to Kushtal, getting a table. Because if you didn't get a table, you just had to like stand around for the first few hours. And that was when you had, If you had a table where you could play all the fun drinking games and just have a yarn and definitely got yeah eight o'clock on the dot in the door get in early the bouncing knew me quite well <laughs> <laughs> i mean at least you were not the one who was dancing on the table i danced on the tables many times boy <laughs> oh you did where was i yeah. that time i don't know oh and the barrels the barrels at the, the back um we did the time that Mia and Nicole had a beer fight with some people. Oh, I remember that. Then they yeah. got kicked out. 20 minutes later, yeah. Mia is dancing on the table again. Yeah, this crazy little Australian girl. She's the coolest man. She's a little firecracker. And some there was like a there's a dance floor, and then there was kind of a bit of a balcony above it, and there were people drinking on the balcony, and they accidentally spilled beer on her, and she was like not having a bar of it, and she threw her entire glass of beer back, well, a uh, plastic cup full of beer back at them, and then they were throwing it at her, and she got dragged out. <laughs> Oh, she will oh. never go down with, without a fight. And that's no, amazing no. about her. Oh. It's so cool. Looking... You see, you meet many cool people when you travel. Exactly. Like, and just for me, like looking back and meeting you all guys in the beginning when I didn't know anyone and mm -hmm. I didn't like just the concept of having at least a couple of you around is just so comfortable and just so mm. nice. It does and... make it a lot easier. Yeah. People. When you yeah, it's a totally new country, and I, I I love Danish people, but they are a little bit harder to get to know, um, unless you go drinking with them, and then it's fine. But I think I, so. It would be quite intimidating to live in that country with no friends. So yeah, yeah. well, they're, they're great to know them though. Lovely, lovely people, but yeah, they're not like super welcoming straight off the bat. I think. And that made me think. Well, definitely, I can assure you that if you come next time, I will buy you faxi candy, and you don't have to do anything Ooh. for it. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> oh, <laughs> We had such an amazing time over there, and but I was drunk all the time, and my poor mother. <laughs> I sent her a video of you one day when you were all sitting on the couch and you were just like passed out on a pillow. <laughs> I was like, this is my friend Norby. Mom, this is the friends I got in Denmark. Yeah. They Shiny are sleeping. <laughs> exactly. Like he's just sleeping because he's tired. It's not because he's too drunk. <laughs> too drunk to function. Yeah. Um... No, mum was mum was quite worried about me sometimes. <laughs> Right, I came home alive <laughs> in one piece. Oh. Yeah, we, we survived <laughs> exactly. My friend does really cool pole dancing and aerial silts and like hula hoops. Remember, Iris? She um she was doing aerial hoops at Hornsley that bar. Really? Yeah. Really oh my cool. god. Is up there like doing all these acrobatic things. Cool. That's fucking amazing because we were talking about going to like pole dancing classes, but eventually like dropped the idea because it's oh we don't have the muscle for that. It's amazing. You build the muscle for that. Build the muscle for that. You don't start with it. She'd love to teach you. She'd oh, I would love to take it on because with my gym progress, I kind of want to see where I am at, and I'm pretty mm. sure pole dancing is not the best, but it's definitely one of those sports that can just really test you. Oh, it, it is very physical. I did like one intro class with her when she was still starting as well, and like yeah, you need a lot of strength. It's incredible. It's a real it's a real sport as well. It's not just like 
is going to pull. It's like the stuff that she does. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like the gravity doesn't make sense. How is she on that pole with barely just her legs touching it? I'm like, what, Clay? Incredible. I, I could see you doing it though. I think you'd be very good. And you could work on your splits as well. Because that would uh, help well, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you have to air that out? <laughs> oh, sorry. Does, do people not know that you do the splits when you drink? <laughs> Not uh, although now nowadays I do have to do it when I'm drinking because uh, due to the corona my yoga classes like closed down and I ha don't have the time to start up again so I don't have the motivation to stretch and I'm not as flexible anymore as I was before and I'm also getting older. But you're gonna hurt yourself one day. <laughs> these legs are open twenty four seven day and night. Yeah. <laughs> open or business. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, the good old time. The good old days, eh? If you cannot come to Denmark or wherever I'm going to be, if you want to visit me specifically, I can always take on a journey to New Zealand and make your uh, meet your cool New Zealand friends, all, mm -hmm. all the Kiwis. Yep, meet all the Kiwis. Um, uh, all the got, single ones. Yep, I'll find everyone's in relationships. New Zealand has this thing where everyone's in relationships from really early on, so we'll have to... I'll find some. I know some single ones, though. Okay. But um, I've got Steph and Raw coming next year, so they can be my test run for my, for my, for my tour guide business. Um, so by the time that you'll come, I'll be so good at it. I'll know all the best places why I already do. But, you know, I'll, I'll have the itinerary down point. It'd be great. Sounds like a deal to me. <laughs> you have to come. Um, thank you, Amber, for joining us today. It was lovely to have you. I hope you liked it and had a good experience recording with me today. Definitely. I feel like we could keep talking, but, you know, you've got to go to bed and I have to get on with my day, which I, I don't want to do because I'm just going to be doing boring house chores. Um. Yeah. Oh, well, life is hard, but <laughs> you got to clean, if not toilets, at least your house. Yeah, exactly. It's not as bad as... <laughs> and for those you listeners who are interested in traveling what i guess i can recommend that do your research yeah. check what are the possibilities and just try to be safe is there something you yeah. can recommend amber as in like last couple of thoughts um just yeah uh do your research um a lot of reviews I, I find especially if you're staying in hostels there are some pretty not nice hostels and the best way to do it is just to read what other people have said and i think just be a very be a be a conscientious traveler and like just don't be a don't be a dick like you get you get some tourists who are just loud and obnoxious and just ruin the place but just be respectful and have a great time and you'll just get along with the locals a lot better if you're not being an asshole <laughs> and you know but use, use dating apps as a good way of meeting people hey hey little bit <laughs> <laughs> arrive to a foreign country go on tinder yeah and maybe you will meet my... the european mm. tinder swindler oh, oh yeah careful <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah, <laughs> overall, I would say yeah, be safe whenever you travel. Yeah, be safe. Be smart about it. But thank you again for, for you, Amber, to joining us. And thank you all you guys listening in this week's episode. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.